F fifth. So zero one zero. We've hit the double digit mark on the 2012 Legends of Tron Fantasy Football Podcast. This is Narf, and I'm live from the 19106, talking this week with none other than Yoni Resnick. We're going to talk about if Eli Manning is still the best quarterback in New York, if the Giants are going to win the division, Yoni's playoff chances, Matt Schaub versus Philip Rivers, Anton's podcast hosting. I'll probably talk a little bit about how much everyone hates Lamb Chop as well. Stick around. Alright guys, this is Narf here after week 10 and I am joined by none other than Yoni Resnick on the podcast. Yoni, how's it going? What's up everybody? I'm doing well. I, I gotta admit, I was not expecting to be able to book you on this show. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy you're here. Well, yeah, I'm somewhat honored and somewhat nervous. This is my, this is my first podcast experience, so uh, <clears throat> forgive me if I come off a little bit disjointed, but uh, yeah, I'm pumped to, to chat for a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's the way it goes, and I'm pretty sure it's been everyone's first podcast experience as well. So, so first question straight off the bat, and I say this in all seriousness, you're a Giants fan, would you trade Eli Manning for Tim Tebow right now? Oh my goodness, <laughs> not in a trillion, zillion years. <laughs> Did t- let, me say, let me say that in 2007 slash 2008 when they won the Super Bowl, and in 2011 and 2012 when they also won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were there were times in both of those seasons where like I, I was pretty much swung on the Giants. I thought that their chances to make the playoffs were like next to nothing. I thought that their team was bad. Their defense has been like porous, like. Multiple times throughout all these years where they've been quote unquote successful and yeah, they won the Super Bowls and all that stuff. But they, they just like, you know, they toy with teams pretty much and they toy with like, uh, people's emotions and they always just end up like putting it together at the exact right time. And, you know, your question is insane. Obviously, I would never pick Eli pretty much for anybody, I don't think. Tebow's the best um, quarterback in New York right now. He's not the best quarterback in New York. He has as many touchdowns as Eli over the past three weeks, and about seven less turnovers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I just think that, like, the Giants do this every year, and this year I'm not going to get fooled by it, so I'm not going to, like, lose my my optimism that they're going to make the playoffs and just, you know, make a run at, on, on the road in the playoffs like they've done, like, several times in the past couple of years. Like, give me Atlanta in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta sucks. I, I would actually pick you guys over Atlanta. Do you, do, you think, yeah. do you think you have the East locked up, or are you worried all about the division? I'm a little bit worried, to be honest. Just because, Dallas? Like, it, lately, the Eagles have kind of owned the Giants. I, the Giants are done with the Cowboys, thank God. Um, I'm not going to somehow be the Giants twice last year. So, like, those East... Those like NFC East games are never, never easy, regardless of like how the teams are doing. I mean, I'm not sure if you followed Eagles at all, but we've lost five straight, and I mean, we're not going to beat you guys. We're awful. Yeah, you're just trying to like uh, play the reverse jinx card there. I don't know. I, I mean, the Eagles beat the Giants already. I, I think you're right, but I mean, those those games are are never easy. Okay. And and I mean, yeah, few few said it too that that Eli goes through these stretches, but he's just been. So bad these past three weeks. I mean, it's like historically awful right now. Like, have yeah, you watched the games? Like, what's wrong with him? I don't know. It's a little bit concerning. Like, he, when he was younger, used to like throw these just atrocious interceptions. Just like he know, still does hit. a lot. What's that? He still does throw atrocious picks all the time. But, he, but my point is that in the past couple of years, he hasn't done that as much. Like, he'll kind of throw some balls up for grabs, and like you know, his, his receivers will come down with some like swill, if you will. Um, but I feel like he, he hasn't done that as much in the past couple of years as he has as he did when he was a younger quarterback. And like I feel like the last couple of games he's done that, which is a little bit concerning. But I also think he's Eli Manning with like Super Bowl pedigree, and I think he'll figure it out. And uh, I don't know. I'm not. Just, I'm just not concerned. Well, I mean, that, that's your chance. You can defend Eli. It's, you're right. Um, what about what about your position as a fantasy owner? I know you want to defend that. I give you shit a lot as. 
someone who I, I assume doesn't really put that much effort into it. What do you what do you have to say about that? Well, I mean, so embarrassingly enough, like I do try pretty hard, and last year, last year I put in a decent amount of effort, and I I wasn't able to make the draft last year, which was unfortunate. And that you know, I dealt a pretty shitty hand, and I spent the entire year pretty much trying to overcome that shitty hand. Um, and I made a lot of transactions transactions last year. I tried to make some trades, but you know, uh, nothing. I don't think anything really materialized. And I had a crappy year last year, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, but like all my years before that, like mediocre, I was five hundred. You know, but I was never a laughing stock. I think just because you know I've fallen on the social phrases of like Tron Chat and uh, you know not the wild with a couple years and just not like uh, spoken with a lot of you guys on a day to day or week to week basis that I just get uh, this reputation for not trying in fantasy football. And in fact, I love football and I love fantasy football. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think the, uh, the the trashing on is unwarranted. And I'm making a comeback at this point, as you can see by my three game winning streak. And uh, you know, all the metrics out there save my quarterback stat are pretty awesome. Uh, well, you're actually ranked, ranked last in the league in quarterback unit strength so far, but your Carson Paul, yeah, exactly. your, your Carson Palmer trade was actually really, really good move for you. Um, Amazing, right? I mean, I, I'm sure you're thrilled with how he's played so far, but people like uh, people don't realize they don't give Carson Palmer enough respect as a fancy player. Like he's a top ten quarterback this year, like the whole season through. He's been really good. Yeah, I would never want him like quarterbacking my team that I cheer for, but he can quarterback my fantasy team all day long, and I'm just. One of the reasons I'm so psyched about that trade working out in my favor, and I'm curious, I'm curious, like, what the numbers are going to be once you post the PAR numbers in the trade tracker. It's how, it's how badly I fleeced Lamb Chop. I mean, Lamb Chop proposed that trade, and that redhead is just such a fucker that I'm just so glad that I got the better of him in that trade. I'm, I'm glad we got another person calling Lamb Chop a fucker on the podcast, but. Yeah, that goes to show that I do listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. And, in, in fact, I, I listened to it, and, um, I laugh out loud a lot in the car. There, there's very few precious hours throughout my week, throughout my life, pretty much, that I get to go to, like, podcasts or sports in general. And I, you know, I, as it is, I probably watch too much football on Sundays, you know, for my family life. But uh, there were a couple times that I just, like, laugh out loud, or, you know, at, at the pod, it's something ridiculous that you were, you know, one of, one of the guests to say. And uh, my son, Ellie, who's almost five now, is always asking me, like, what's so funny? And, I don't know, I try to explain it to him. It doesn't come off. So is he is he a fan of my work too? Well, I don't think he understands. I think he appreciates that I find it funny. Um, I don't think he under, He doesn't understand what fantasy football is. He certainly understands football. And uh, I will say with great pride that he is a an unabashed Giants fan. Like, we play this game in our house. Like, we have this, like... Um, Pillar kind of makes up a pantry in our kitchen, and uh, he does this thing where, like, he runs around the pillar, like, well, he'll jump on top of the ottoman in our living room, right? And then he'll, yeah. uh, he'll he'll say a number, and he'll jump off the ottoman, do a somersault, and then run around this like pillar in the middle of our kitchen between our kitchen and our living room at like eight times, say. And then at the end, he'll go and jump on the couch and scream, "Giants win! Giants win!" And it's just like the best feeling that a parent can have. Well, you named him after Eli Manning, right? So I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, it was, he's. Um, in, in, in his short life, no, he really wasn't named after you, I mean. But in his short life, he has seen uh, an unparalleled success in Giants, Giants history. Yeah, I guess he's had a good. And you're, is he a Yankees fan, too? Like, he's, he's seen a World Series, I guess, right? He is a uh, Yankees yeah, yeah, in 09. Uh, wait, when did the Yankees win? Yeah, you guys beat, yeah. Up, you beat the Phillies in 09. 09, okay. Yeah, so I, I guess he's, he's a Yankee fan, and he, he knows that I'm a Yankee fan. But, like, um, I don't know. I, I'm having, not to get sidetracked too much, but I don't, I'm, I'm like kind of off baseball. I don't know how other members of Legends of Tron feel, but I don't know. I, I just don't think baseball has like the cachet that basketball and football and I don't know have. I just, it's not as exciting to me anymore. I, I like growing up, I was a you know a huge, I still am a huge Yankee fan, but like for the first 16 years of my life, they won nothing. And then uh, they won a lot. And then it, like the success you know, it kind of feels weird saying this comes for granted, and I don't know. They all make so much money, and the Yankees have so much money that it's like not as it's not as exciting when they win, just because they do spend more. I don't know. I just he's a Yankee fan, but whatever. Yeah, but, you know, baseball is a hard sport to like put the energy into year after year, in my opinion. Like, 
Like, there'll be years where I'll, I'll be really into it and watch, like, 100 Phillies games. There'll be years where I'll watch 20 Phillies games. Like, but, but I know every year I'm going to watch all 16 Eagles games. Like, yeah, and, and even, so, you know, Phillies, Yankees aside, like, I would I'd never sit down and watch a baseball game that didn't involve the Yankees, even if it was the World Series. I didn't watch a lick of the World Series. But I could, I could literally watch every single football game on Sunday and be completely, like, enthralled. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And both for basketball too. I I could like down to watch any 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 NBA game and like be totally into it. I'm watching the Memphis and OKC in the background right now. I love the NBA. Uh, you're not distracted, are you? Uh, no, man. I'm, I'm I'm pro with this. All right. So so let's, let's get back to that uh the the Palmer tree made land trap. So he proposed it. Did you even think twice about that? Like you got you just got such a great deal out of that. I did think twice. I'm trying to think. So the, the two main components were Palmer for Antonio Brown. I can't remember what other... Russell Wilson. But he was never playing for you, really. Yeah, he wasn't playing. I, I had Sam Bradford playing over Russell. And, uh, I mean, it wasn't much of a thought. I was... Lamchop proposed the trade, and I was on a ferry heading over to one of the uh, islands uh, right off the coast of Portland here with my kids, and I was, like, staring at my phone for a little while, like, with my kids. Um, well, one of them I know almost jumped off the boat, but I'm not sure. But, um, staring at my phone, saying, and finally, like, so we got off the boat, and, like, we did this, like, right around this beautiful island, and I'm thinking about this trade, and, and it took about two hours for me to digest it, and then, I, and then I accepted it while we were hopping back onto the boat to head back to the mainland. So it, it was, like, a two-hour thought process, um, and then I accepted it because, I don't know, Russell Wilson's been doing all right lately, but, you know, he, Palmer's team stinks, and he's just going to be chucking the ball around all day long, and it's evident by his performance in the past bunch of weeks, and, you know, he, he's now my, my number one quarterback, even though he's in my OP position, but... Well, your other quarterback is Matt Schaub, who you know I hate, so he should be your number one quarterback. Yeah, you, you hate Matt Schaub. I, I, just, just admit that that was a bad pick by now, like, you must see it. He's not a third-rounder. It was it was a bad it was a terrible pick, um, but you did say something at the beginning of the year that Phil Rivers would like a, a thousand percent have a better year, and I was I was looking today, and thanks to Rivers' twenty seven point performance last week and Matt Schaub's performance in the pouring rain, and Rivers has two more points than Schaub this year. Great, but so I, I'm winning. Yeah, but I still think I still think that Schaub's going to end up on top. I mean. You- also, Phil Rivers is an awful pick for me too. He's like he's the single biggest reason I think my team is is really bad is how awful he's been. But was he, was he a second round pick? No, he was a fourth. He was fourth round pick. So I took him after Matt Schaub. But and and I mean it's, it's hard to get into like what like I, I'll still say even if Schaub finishes with more than Rivers, I don't think he will. Like I still think Rivers was a better pick just because like, Matt Schaub had no upside. Like Houston yeah, never right throws the like they're not a passing team. Like San Diego at least. Is supposed to be a passing team. Like Rivers should have been better than this. I don't. I don't feel like Schaub should have been better than this. Yeah, I don't think either of those picks was as bad as Eli in the second round, though. I I, I wrote that the whole time. I mean, yeah. especially Eli Manning over the past three weeks is like it's he's hit double digits no times. He's like thirteen combined points. I I was looking this up really. He's like twenty ninth of thirty two quarterbacks in fantasy over that span. He he's awful. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, so, I mean, in, in defense of my show, well, there is no defense for it, but I'll, I'll, like, give you the quick rundown of my thought process. Like, the past couple of years, I've been, like, I've been burned by not having a decent core. This happens to me every freaking year where I have, like, the eighth or ninth or tenth pick, and, like, you know, the top four, like, quarterbacks are gone by the time I'm drafting. Well, like, Anton rigs the order every year and then denies it, so I don't... It's infuriating. When if you're listening to this, can you please put me higher than ninth next year so I don't get stuck drafting a goddamn wide receiver in the first round? Like it happens every. I think I ended up with Johnson three years ago when he wasn't as great, and then or two years ago rather, and then this year when he you know he had a great week this past week. But I'm sick of drafting wide receivers in the first round. I mean, I mean to, to their defense, no one is making you draft wideouts in the first round. But but Anton really should stop giving himself the first pick. He was he was the logical pick at that point. He was, was, he was probably number around there on my draft board too. Um, I don't know. I just like I had him last year. and He was so amazing. Like he just he was not going to be able to put up the same numbers again. So I kind of felt like he was going to be somewhat of a disappointment, no matter how well he did this season. I mean, I I have a feeling that they're just going to start like chucking the ball at him at this point because 
they, they fed him so little at the beginning of the year and they stink. And, uh, you know, even with like this dumb arm of his and like possible, uh, what do you mean, like a knee problem, you know, whatever, whatever and a touchdown, I think he's going to start eating, eating up. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping for it too, for, like, for Stafford's sake on my team. Like, I don't oh, understand yeah. what, I think Jim Schwartz is, is actually the worst head coach in the NFL because, I mean, last year the Lions, they weren't, they won games. Like, they weren't good, but they made the playoffs ju- just passing the ball. Like, that's all they did, and it was good enough to make the playoffs. And then, like, this year, every time they try to commit to the run, they get down three touchdowns and lose. And every time they just let Stafford throw the ball 45 times, they win. They, they should just adopt, I mean, they should just, like, become the poor man's saints. Oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. Like, with, like, a, with, like, a better defense. I mean, the Saints' defense is, like, historically bad. Like, the Lions have, like, a relatively mediocre defense. They, yeah, they should just chuck the ball to Calvin Johnson and whoever else, Titus Young. I don't know who else they have on their team. Uh, Pet, Pettigrew, Nate Burleson. I mean, it's really just Calvin Johnson, but that's enough. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So, I'm, I mean, yeah. I, I, do you think, you think he's going to... Run off a few good games for you to get you into the playoffs here. That's your yeah, best hope, yeah, I mean, really. So like, the week before last, he had a hundred plus. Um, last week, he was just out of control. I've had I've had two straight weeks. I don't know, um, kind of, but I, I had the fortune of Doug Martin two weeks ago, and Calvin I think got close to forty last week. Um, but yeah, I think I think I have these guys with like huge game potential. Yeah. I, I think that's true. I mean, Doug Martin's two weeks was, I, I think, I haven't looked this up, but I'm assuming the best two-week stretch in fantasy history. Like, he had, like, 85 points, I think, over two weeks. I mean, it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, the funny thing is, the, the week before that first good week, I had proposed a trade because I was, like, desperate for, uh, I was desperate for, a, I think, a wide receiver, and I proposed, like, Doug Martin to Noah for someone for, like, Victor I don't know. Lionel has Victor Cruz, so it wasn't that, but it was someone. Oh, yeah. well, so, so Lionel never responded to that trade, and Noah, let me pull up Noah's team here. Uh, where is he? Exclaim a quest. Who did I propose Doug Martin for? Oh, Mark for Brandon Marshall. Oh. Um, yeah, if I was Noah, I would have definitely said no to that, too. Brandon Marshall is actually the top wide on the league right now. I know. Well, Doug Martin's the number one running back. I, I think, I don't think he's number one. I think Peterson's number one. No, he is now, I think. Oh, I'm going to pull that up right now. Um, oh, no, Foster's still ahead of him. He's number two. Oh, maybe, maybe it's in my other league that he's number one. Foster, Martin, Peterson are one, two, three in this league, at least. Okay. So you try to trade him straight up to Noah for Brandon Marshall? Yeah, because, I mean, at that point, he was good. I mean, he hadn't, he hadn't had any, like, explosive games like that, but... um. I mean, that's actually not a bad... Tra- I actually think that would have been a good trade for you. I mean, you had no way of knowing he would, he's going to explode like that. Plus, you have three running backs. you got Ryan Matthews and McFadden, too, and you're really weak yeah. in wideouts. And that was, that was before McFadden was hurt. So, like, I wouldn't do that trade for million years now because McFadden's hurt. Like, I, I need that part of Ryan Matthews to be a bet. And uh, I, I have the return of Danny Amendola, who's just... I, I, he's just stunned. Like, if you look at the games, assuming he stays healthy, which I guess... Risky assumption. He's just been a stud all year long, all the games he's played. Yeah. After, after that, though, who's who's your third wideout? Anquan Bolden or like? I have Bolden. I have this guy Donald Jones from the Bills, and if you look at his, his game log, he's been actually pretty steady. I mean, I think he's a decent third, you know, wide receiver three. Um. Yeah. What is so? so is, is he the number two? That was that was good. He's the number two on Buffalo after Stevie Johnson, right? Yeah, but Johnson's been, like, nicked up, and, uh, I don't know, the, the, the Bills stink, and they throw the ball a lot, too, so he's got some, like, decent upside. He's, he, I think he's a decent wide receiver three. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. So, so what do you think? Than Bolden. What? I think he's better than Bolden. Yeah, Bolden, I think Bolden had, like, a big first game, didn't he? He had a, de- uh, he had a decent yeah, first game. He had his first game, and he had another game where he had, like, over 100 yards. But, I, I mean, he gets, like, you know, six to eight points a week, which is good. I mean, there's nothing to be said, like you were talking about with Lionel. Those guys who just will get you, you know, four to eight points instantly. Yeah, I mean, out of, getting eight points out of a wideout three, if you can get that consistently, that's actually, I mean, that's not bad at all. Like, a lot of people would take that over someone who's going to give you, like, zero points a lot and then, like, one 20-point week. just depends on what you want. Yeah, even a lot of the big-name receivers have been, like, up and down. I mean, like, Cookie Cruz lately, he's been, you know, he has, like, one week where he catches two touchdowns, and the next week he, like, you can grab for 20 yards. But that could be more of a function of a lot of playing crappy lately, but... 
Yeah, I mean, if you look at like the consistency rankings on the website, I mean, wideouts are just they're, they're by far the most inconsistent position. I think I was actually it's good you brought up Cruz. I was looking at him earlier today. I think he's actually only like yeah, he's fifty percent consistency, meaning five like he's played ten games, five of them you wouldn't want to start him. Like, yeah. and you think of him, and I think he's still like a top two or three wideout total. But I mean, I mean, five games doing great for you. Five games is giving you nothing. Like it, it's it's not not great. Yeah. Um, so what what do you think? You're playing Lionel this weekend. That's a you you pretty much need to win to to kind of keep your playoff shots alive. You think you have that matchup? Yeah. So what? There's, there's three weeks left, right? There's three weeks left. The playoff race is like really interesting because there's there's ten teams that are within a game of the of a playoff spot. Like it's yeah, everyone but me and Anton is right in the middle of the race. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm sitting in eighth. I'm tied with three others at five and five. But but I, I have the fewest points for the of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, look at, look at the points score this week. I, you know, again, beating up the podcast, I was doing more research. I have by far, you know, I know the predictions be not like next to nothing, but by far I have the highest, you know, predicted points for the week. And yeah, I feel great about, you know, this week. I think I'm projected to win like 166 to. Yeah, I'm actually, actually, Really high. I'm looking at it right now. You're 53 point favorite over Lionel, who's got the best record in the league. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have that. I, I give myself, you know, what, what's like, what's the, uh, what, what's the point spread on that? Like, you know, obviously it's not 53, but you know, would you take me minus like 30? I probably bet on me in that case. Um, well, I mean, the thing is, ESP, it doesn't take into like Lionel's Victor Cruz starting right now on buy, so he'll sub that out, and it's going to look a little bit better. Um, but look at Lionel's team; it stinks. He he's in trouble. I mean, his running backs, like MJD and Darren Sproles, both being injured, make his team really vulnerable. I mean, his running backs are just awful right now. Yeah, and, and then um, I mean, he's starting two backup running backs right now. He's starting two backup running backs. He's starting Blaine Gabbert with Victor Cruz on by. He's going to be starting. He actually doesn't even have a wideout on his bench, so he's taking someone up this week. So he's going to be starting an awful wideout. Yeah, I mean, you're making me feel really good about my chances this week. This is terrific. Actually, I mean, for my sake, and I'm still clinging to my chances of winning out and winning a tiebreaker at 6-7, and seven, I, I really need Lionel to beat you this week. But the more I look down these scores, I actually might take you at plus 30. I mean, Lionel's, he's starting, he's got Victor Cruz, Matt Ryan, Reggie Wayne. He's only got three legit players going this weekend. He does? Yeah, he's only got, like, three he decent players. Going. What? He doesn't even have Victor Cruz going. Uh, did I say Victor Cruz? I meant Roddy White, oh, Roddy White, Roddy, Reggie yeah, Wayne, yeah. Matt Ryan. He's got two wideouts and a quarterback, and everyone else on his team is is like a backup player. Yeah, I mean, what, like, do you think Blaine Gabbert is going to get more than ten points against Houston? Oh, he's got te- Texans D. No, Blaine Gabbert won't, but Texans D could have a huge game against Jacksonville. That's true. Um, and you've got Falcons D. Uh, Falcons D going against Arizona won't be bad. My my defense special team is number one on the uh, on the website for uh, unit strength. D special are, are you? No. Look at my. You're number two. Lamb chops number one by ten points over everyone. What? Unit strength. Lamb chop is blows everyone away, what? and then you're in second place. I guess I just got excited by the second place. Yeah, I mean that's that's well, pretty whatever. Weird. I just think I just the point I'm trying to make is that. For all the shit that I've gotten this year, for how bad my team is and how like what a bad manager I am, quarterbacks aside, and you can't even look at that quarterback um, QBOP position seriously anymore because Carson Palmer is such a big upgrade from what I used to have. Like my team, I think is really good. It's I don't know. It's you're definitely solid everywhere. Like I, I think I think you will get a playoff spot if I had a bet right now. Um, who are the three five and five teams? It's you, Priest, and Moose. Yeah, Priest team is really good. I, I would. Oh, and, and Noah. Um, see, I, Moose is going to drop out. His team is not that good. It's you, Noah, and Priest. All pretty good shots. At and you could actually all get in if Fuse loses a few games too. So I think you do have a good shot at getting in. Yeah, I mean, and, and look at. See, I, I think I've run into a decent amount of of. of you know, poor luck. I have had a, I've had a you know relatively high number of points scored against me. I think I've scored like the fifth or sixth most points in the league. I don't know. I, I think um, I don't know. I, I think uh, I 
You've been moving up the power rankings. Where are you this week? Like seven? No, I, I haven't. That's the thing. I think I'm still ranked at ten. No, I didn't put you. If I put you at ten, that's too low. Um, what what is it? I'm looking right now. Uh, eight. You're number eight. Am I? That's like the third mystical misinformation I've given on the pod. By the way, I have no access to, to pictures of you at all, so I've just gone with the same one for like four weeks in a row at this point. I know, that's kind of upsetting. I kind of prefer the, the ones at Wildwood. Well, uh, th- those are the only things I have of you, is I have this picture or I have other people's Wildwood pictures that you are in. Okay, shout out to the rest of Legends of Tron. If anybody has any photos, I know I didn't like play with most of you guys, but any photos of me, like, uh, I don't know, Anthem took a lot of pictures when we were together. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, no, I, I, I have other options, but then it's just going to be like a different Wildwood shot every time. Like, that's going to get repetitive, too. Well, it, it doesn't have something decent of me, some some kind of stupid photos of me. I mean, you could just send me photos, too. I assume you have photos of yourself. I don't like dumb ones, though. Yeah. All right, well. These things. Plus, I mean, this, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty good picture we got going here. Was that your senior year? I don't know when that was, but it's quite embarrassing. I don't think, uh, let's see. Because it was at least my junior year. Alright, so, so maybe Anton will send me a picture, or maybe, so I think it was actually Lamb Chop that sent me this one, not Anton. Lamb Chop's a fucker. His, uh, yeah, and actually I don't want to talk about his team, because then he'll just brag about how every podcast, every power ranking is all about him, but his... Well, well okay, just, just one, one quick second, forget, forget his team, and then we'll move off, we'll, we'll move off Lamb Chop in a second, but, um, how, in how many podcasts has Lamb Chop been called a fucker? Um, three or four. Uh, so it hasn't been happy yet. Can we, can we somehow incorporate that into the rest of the, can you like kind of go, you know, your, your, your guests the next couple of weeks into just referring to Lanchop as a fucker? Cause yes. I really like that trend. I think Anton started it. A- Anton did start it. It was, yeah, Anton did it his week. Lionel picked it up. You're number three. Um, yeah. But, you know, we, we're actually, the only two hosts left we have after this are Moose and, uh, CB. So that'll bring it up to five. Five out of eleven. Oh, we're gonna be just under half. But maybe, maybe we'll just call him a fucker like a few times to make up for it. I feel like um, let's see. I think three or four of the pod, the pods so far. And I, I gotta say, Anton, I was I was disappointed in his in Anton's pod. Anton's pod wasn't the best, and I, I I've been a little hesitant in like ranking how good I think people are as co-hosts because I don't know. I think some people actually care about it and some don't. Anton yeah. Anton Wong was very high during it, um, and I don't remember his that well. I just remember it not being as good as I thought it would be. He, I mean, he said that he was inebriated. I'm just curious, like, what kind of illicit substance he was inebriated with. I, I mean, he just sounded sedated, and I was, I was a little bit concerned for his well-being there. I don't know. Well, I mean, what, what, I'm not sure what Anton has to live for at this point. The Eagles are 3-6, and six, and his fantasy team is 1-10. in 10, like, Or not 1-10, in 1-10. in Eight, one and nine, I guess. Like one and nine. Yeah, I mean, this must be like the worst football season he's had in maybe his entire life. Yeah, the Eagles. Can we talk about them for a second? Can we get off the the six and four Giants being so bad and talk about how the Eagles are just god awful? If we have to, but I mean, Nick Nick Foles act. I don't know if you saw any of the game, but Nick Foles didn't look that bad. I I thought he was totally underwhelming. Um. That, that touchdown pass that he had to Macklin was like oh, style. I'm not even counting that. I thought he threw the ball like that's his first NFL game ever. So I mean, how high can your expectations really be? But it, I thought like he played that fine. Sunshine from Remember the Titans. What? Remember, you're saying we Remember the Titans? Um, was that the one where half the team was black and half the team was white and they mixed? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then one of one of the one of the white guys was this guy Sunshine, this this like gay kid from California. He came in and like saved the season, like a black quarterback got hurt. He like won a couple games, whatever. But he had this like you know, like, like why do the Eagles always have these like three or four white guys with balls? They just don't get it. It's like a give me to that victory with the with Marky Park. Like it, does it go like all the way back then to the seventies? Like the Eagles have to have like like a quota of two or three like I don't know white trash white. All that guys. It's, it seems like it. yeah. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of uh, his haircut either. But I mean, that, 
I mean, Riley Cooper is the same way. Yeah, I, I, I was just going to say, Riley Cooper, although Riley Cooper's touchdown catch was insane. It was, that, that was spectacular. That, that was like, victory through. That was weird. That was, that was impressive. That was, I mean, I'm not sure I've seen a catch like that. They're like, he just cradled the ball and palmed out with one hand, brought it down. That was, that was great. But, yeah, I mean, he kind of corralled, he kind of corralled it on the defender for like a split sec, but yeah, nonetheless, that was, that was impressive. Uh, yeah, it was. It was the only, I mean, the only impressive thing about the Eagles season that's happened. I mean, we were, like, we were three, after we beat you guys, and I was at that game with Dawkins Knight, it was so much fun. After we beat you guys, we were three and one, like, we'd beaten, Bal- we'd beaten Baltimore and the Giants, both good teams, and we've just lost five straight since. Like, our, our season, I mean, our season's over now. Andy, Andy Reid is like, he used to be a good coach, but he's like, he's not doing anything anymore. Like, they just don't show up to play anymore. Yeah. Is he going to get fired during the year, or are they going to wait till the offseason? I, I, what was it? Not, after we lost to New Orleans, um, I think it was on Monday night, I woke up, like, the next morning, like, 100% expecting to see him be fired, during, like, right then, after that week. But, they haven't done it then, like, I, I think he'll get the season. Yeah, I mean, I, I was actually rooting for the Eagles to win that game on Sunday against the Cowboys, because as much as I dislike the Eagles, I find them as I don't know, I guess that's of a threat, and I just, I despise the Cowboys with all of my soul. I just... Yeah, I mean, I, I think, from talking to Giants fans, and even Redskins fans too, I think all three, like, would unite that the Cowboys are the least favorite team in the division. Yeah, they just get so much hype, and they're always just so god-awful. And they, every year they're, like, you know, protected to win the NFC East, and then they are, they're always end up, like, 8-8, eight eight, or, like, some kind of, like, crushing playoff defeat, which is great, I love it, but... I just despise them. Yeah, I mean, and they're they're going to finish um, eight and eight, and maybe, maybe get to nine and seven. Like they have a pretty easy schedule down the road, but they're not they're not good either. I mean, Tony Romo has not been good. Their defense isn't good. I mean, it's it's like the Giants are really the only team that should make the playoffs out of this division. I'm pretty sure they they will. Well, yeah, I mean, the the, the Cowboys do scare me. You mentioned the schedule. I, the Cowboys' schedule is, I think, pretty easy. The Giants' schedule is like brutal. Um, I'm gonna pull up the uh, schedule here for both teams, just because I don't know. I, I I can't imagine like if it was, well, it is those two teams. Like, who would you rather make? Yeah, who would you rather win the division? The Jacksonville. Or the? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't want either team. I wouldn't want either team to do well because I can't handle Eli Manning winning more playoff games, and I hate Dallas. I might rather have Dallas in playoffs just because I know they have no shot at winning the Super Bowl. And, like, a third Eli Super Bowl will just drive me insane. The Giants are going to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl this year again. The Patriots, um, now the Patriots actually probably will make the Super Bowl because the AFC, like, other than Houston, there's really no one else. I just can't see Houston making the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, Denver's, Denver's not going to be either of those teams, even though I think they're pretty decent. I, I think they're decent, too. I mean, Peyton Manning has been, has been great. Yeah, okay, so here's, so this is the Giants schedule. Green Bay, at home, Washington, never easy. New Orleans, the Giants are not winning that game against New Orleans. At Atlanta, I think they'll win that game. At Baltimore, top one. Home against the Eagles. I don't know, like, that, that's not easy. No, um, no, it's, it's, it's not. I mean, they've, they've played most of their easy games already when they got up, when they won, like, that five game win streak. Yeah, the only hard game in that stretch was the Niners, and they smoked the Niners. But yeah, you're right; those were all, you know, winnable games. They gave away that Eagles game. That's the game that pisses me off. They should have, they should have beaten the Eagles. Uh, I don't know about that. I, well, you just because you mean just because the last drive, like Eli didn't play well that game. I seem, I seem to recall, and I can't remember the specifics. I, mean, I, I thought there were like a couple of like, like either like stalled drives or some, like some. Pretty terrible turnovers. I think Eli had like one in the end zone. He he had he had a, an awful end zone pick where like he just didn't understand the coverage and threw it right to Dominic Rogers Cromartie, who wasn't doing anything special. Like he was basically just standing there and Eli threw the ball to him. Well, I, I think sometimes when that happens, so that might be the wide receiver running the, the wrong route, and that, maybe that's my like Eli Manning, you know, defensive nature coming out. But I think Eli is the smartest guy in that team, and he knows where his players are supposed to be at. I don't know. So, so nothing, nothing is his fault? Like, every time there's a miscommunication, you're saying it's always on the wide out? He gets a lifetime pass for me. Oh, God, I hate you. God damn Eli Manning. I can't think about the Giants anymore. Um, I changed my avatar picture to him holding up a Phil Lombardi trophy. Just 
Well, at least you changed your team name for the first time in like five years also. Like, I'm happy about that. Pretty good team name, right? It, it actually is pretty good. Um, that ranked me like first or second in the, in the team name rankings. That was, that was like the highlight of my year so far. If, if you don't make the playoffs, it should be. Um, those are pretty prestigious rankings, too. I don't know why he hasn't updated them at all. Especially because yeah. Fuse has changed his team name like four times, so he actually could update them. Yeah. Um, let me just take a moment to comment on the weekly power rankings of the podcast. I, I'm in this league with some friends at work. I, I have the fortune of like working with uh, a group of guys our age and everybody like likes sports and you know, so so it's pretty competitive when we talk about fantasy football probably too much at work. But um I tell them about this league and everybody's just like, you know, green with envy about the fact that they're just somebody who looks like willing to take the time to like put out all these advanced metrics about the podcast and they just think it's amazing and that it's like a highlight of my week when these pod, when these uh, you know podcasts and the rankings come out. I just love it. It's great. I fuck. can't get enough. Fuck yeah, it's the best. That's the best, man. That's what I do it for. So, are you gonna you gonna play this pod for everyone at work? I don't know. I gotta listen to it first. Um, you know, earlier I made that comment about Anton being surprised about how like lackluster his pod was. I, I'm curious to like take a listen to this and see like how annoying my voice is or like how boring this conversation is. I don't know. Do we talk too much about like how the Giants are awesome and? Uh, uh, we, I mean, we, we were heavy on that, but it's okay. Eli Manning is like a big polarizing topic in this league, and I think a lot of people relate to him. No, this, this, one, of first, one of the first comments you made on, uh, I think the first podcast was how, was, you know, obviously bashing Eli Manning, and he like made this comment about how bad he was in that game against the Niners yeah. in the playoffs last year. That was like, the game that I was the most proud of, of Eli, like, ever in his entire Giants career. Like, that guy took such a beating in that game and kept getting up and getting up and, like, you failed to mention in that, in that pod, like, that he was facing, like, you know, a pretty historically good defense. I, I mean, I'm glad you're bringing this up. It's like 10 weeks after I said this, but it's better late than never. Who cares that he gets back up? I mean, he's a football player. He's supposed to get back up if you get hit. He had the ball five straight possessions to win the game and got one first down. That's, that's awful. That defense was historically good. It, so if Eli's historically good, he should be able to beat good defenses. I don't think he's historically good. I think he's historically clutch. And they weren't historically good. Like, they weren't like the 0-1 Ravens where, like, they gave up, like, five points a game. Like, they were good. They, I, I don't think they were, like, a top 10 all-time defense. No, but, like, but they were, but they, like, San Fran was the best defense last year by a, by a landslide. And, I don't know, he just, like, took, he took, like, a vicious beating. And, and most quarter, and I, there are some quarterbacks who wouldn't have gone, gone back in the game. Um, let's say, that was Donovan McNabb, per se. Uh, he you don't have to bring McNabb. No one in Philly likes McNabb. I hate McNabb. I agree with you. McNabb's a bitch. And Jim Cutler wouldn't have been back in that game. I'm just saying, there are guys who wouldn't have been back in that game. Okay, so Eli came back in the game and did nothing to help them win, and they made the Super Bowl because whatever the, the name of the Niners cornerback is, muffed two punts. Like, that's why you guys won the game. Yeah, Ryan Williams is that guy's name. Is it? I think it was, it was something Williams. Okay, he, I mean, you, you have to admit, like, you won the game because he fumbled a punt in overtime and gave you a, a the winning field goal right there. So there's excuses about why the Giants win. Uh, I mean, well, yes. I mean, that, that is why you won that game. You won the 07 Super Bowl because of the helmet play, which had, like, 10 offensive holds on it. Uh, and we don't even, we don't even need to get back into this because I'm... Okay. I just I just remember that comment and taking offense with that comment because I remember being so proud of how he played in that game. Well, you I mean I'm you the right to feel that way as as an Eli fan. Why didn't you bring this up like eight weeks ago? Well, I, I had I had this like burning desire to be on the pod like right at that very moment. And actually, there are points in every podcast where I'm like, shit, I gotta like do it next week. And then I I don't know. I I, I do have two children um, that kind of take up a lot of my time. So find like finding the chunk of time to do this. Uh, was difficult. All right, I'll, I'll give you a pass on that. I will say, actually, I think you're the only person other than Noah that booked themselves on the pod, which makes my life a lot easier when people actually email me. It's like, yeah, I'll do the pod this week. Like, huh. I like every single other person I've had to I've had to track down, and generally, I have to email like three to four people a week before I find someone to do it. Do you, you intentionally didn't email me because you thought I wouldn't do it? Uh, I mean, honestly, yeah, and, and now I feel bad about it because now I can see you actually do know what you're talking about, and this was a good pod too, but. But actually, yeah, I was saving you to the end because I didn't think you were going to do it. You questioned my football knowledge, like, period. Like, any knowledge of football in, like, one of your initial, like, power rankings, like, whether or not I even, like, follow football or know anything about football. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm I like, mean, I'm like, I'm a terrible dad on Sundays because like from one until like eleven, there's football on TV. I mean, I understand. I watch football for ten hours, but I don't know what it's like. I don't have a wife and two kids to worry about. Do you almost have a wife? What's going on with this photo here on Skype? What photo on Skype? There's a girl pointing at you. Is that uh, is that somebody special or what? I mean, I don't even know what my Skype photo is to be honest. It's a girl pointing her finger at you like a like a gun. Uh, maybe she's trying to kill me. Possibly. <laughs> is it is it Jess, my girlfriend? I don't know. See that this is the depressing part. I don't know who Jess is. Uh, she's she's my girlfriend. Um, we live together. We date each other. She hates uh-huh. me most of the time. It's a pretty good relationship. That's not serious. Um, she thinks it is. <laughs> Hopefully, Jess doesn't listen to the pod. Uh, she actually hates the podcast. She she runs the other room whenever I record. Does she hate how much time you devote to the Legend of Tron? I don't think she knows how much time I devote because, oh, I mean, all the power rankings and like stats and stuff, I do at work. So she doesn't realize that. Uh-huh. Like, she knows, she knows I do this podcast once a week and she makes fun of me for it, but if she knew quite the extent, I don't think she'd be happy. I mean, she knows my team sucks. So she, she does make fun of me every week if I tell her I lost. And she's like, don't you spend like five times more than everyone else in the league on this? And I'm like, yes. And then I feel bad. I don't know that you do. Like every time I'm in the elevator, like going up to like, the floor of my cover at the hospital, like uh, I always just like pop open the, uh, you know, the the web app and uh, try to like finagle some kind of like deal that I could propose. Um, yeah, I actually. Oh, okay. So I I may not spend five times longer. No, I, I don't know how much everyone spends on it. Like I don't, I, and I don't even spend that much time on my team. Like I spend time on like the league in general, basically. Yeah. You have a ton to show for your time, which is, it, yeah, again, it's freaking awesome. Well, let's, yeah, you guys should give me an award or something, a NARF award for finishing in, like, ninth place in the league. I'm going to finish, like, five and eight, and I'm going to hate my team forever. You, you could catch, if five and eight, that's a record that I know. I, I think I finished five and eight a couple years in a row, so. Uh, look, I'm, if, if, yeah, I beat I Hudson, if I beat Hudson this week, I'm going to talk myself into making the playoffs just to, like, be crushed again in the next few weeks, but that's that's the way football works. That's the way being a fan is. Who do you have left? You have Hudson and who else? I have Hudson, and then I play Priest, and then week thirteen I play Lamb Chop. And if I could oh. beat Lamb Chop to get in the playoffs, like that, make me so happy. That would make me happy too. I think it make right. everyone happy because everyone wants Lamb Chop to lose games, but his his team is good. It's 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 annoying. Yeah, those those um uh like historical um like yeah. Per game averages for yeah. like, like like the best per game averages per year. Like Lamb Chop has like four out of the top nine. I mean, we yes, I'm like it's it's I don't know, like some of it's luck, but I don't know. Maybe he's actually just smarter than all of us at fantasy football. Do you really think that's the case? I don't like. I don't think that's the case. Because, like, he, he, like, never even understands how to draft. Like, he misdrafts every year on ESPN and complains about it. And, like, like he, I've said this before, but, like, the fact that he didn't know Adrian Peterson was coming off knee surgery is just, like, so baffling to me that, like, he didn't know that going to the draft and picked him anyway. And, and it turned out like this. Like, it's just pure luck. Yeah, I'm sure that he, like, went based on, like, the uh, ESPN standard rankings. Yeah. Um... And he kind of lucked out with RG3, who's, who's coming back down to earth, but he, I don't know, Lamb Chop is still just putting up ridiculous. He's protected this week to get like 180. Yeah, it's, it's R, RG3 and the Bears, the Bears defense has been like the number one fantasy defense of all time. Like they're averaging yeah. like 25 points a week. Like they're averaging more than most quarterbacks. Yeah, it's insane. It, it is, but I mean. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like the, um, like the defense and the quarterbacks are, are like too heavily ranked, like, uh, weighted in this league. You think? Yeah, I think there's such an like you need there's such an emphasis on having like two good quarterbacks. Maybe it's just because I've been like screwed by not having two good quarterbacks in the years past. But like I don't know, like the top you know ten you know point getters are all quarterbacks. I don't know if that's like right or not. Yeah, I actually think about that a lot too. And like I preach all the time about having good quarterbacks and that's the way to win leagues. It's not always true as much as I say. Like like Lionel has Blaine Gabbert starting and he is the best record in the league. I mean, Vigo's team is good, and he's got Andrew Luck and Jake Locker. Like, you can make up for it in other ways, but it's definitely the most important position, I think, to be to be strong in. Yeah, I mean, Lionel, Lionel's team, like, you know, he has, well, I guess he has the second, uh, third most points scored, so yeah, I guess he's had a good year. 
Uh, I, I feel like in a like in a one quarterback league, yeah, the top ten player should be the top ten point getter should be quarterbacks. So you're only starting one quarterback as compared to like two running backs or two wide receivers. But in this league, where you start two quarterbacks, I don't know. It's like um, it probably just goes along with Anton rigging the league for himself. Yeah, I mean, we've had a, a bunch of like rule changes suggested, and I, I know Anton wants to come on at the end and like talk talk him out and figure out. I think I, I'm assuming we're gonna have a few like important rule changes going into next year. Which is good. I mean, we should be, we should be evolving the league. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan of um, not resetting waiver wires each week and a few other things. So yeah. we'll see what happens. I was going to say that. I think that should be like a no brainer. It's ridiculous. It's just like um, it, it rewards it rewards quality players. It's like confidence. It's ridiculous. It's like it's just like equality based system, which you know, fantasy football is not. It's you know, dog eat dog. If you suck, you shouldn't get the first pick every week. Right. No. Com- com- completely agree. I mean. Yeah. The good news is, like, we can all hold Anton accountable now, now that there's so much, like, media around this league. Like, if he doesn't actually have to make these changes, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think we want to overthrow him because no one else wants to be commissioner, but we, we got to make him do some of this stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been a part of leagues where there's been, like, like downright controversy. Yeah, I think Anton does a decent job of, like, like, a really good job of, like, keeping everything civil. Yeah. I mean, he schedules a draft. He keeps everyone in line. Like, yeah, I mean, Anton doesn't do a bad job, but we'll, we'll see. Um, all right, Yoni, we should wrap this up so I shouldn't, so I can try to get this out tonight for everyone to listen to. All right, all right. I, I was ready to keep going to, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like we didn't, uh, like, talk about what, it, like, uh, what anybody's up to or anything. Oh, okay. What do you, what do you want to, what do you want to say or what do you want to hear? Well, I'm curious. Um, I wasn't at Wildwood this year, and I know that's, like, the one place where, like, a lot of these people get together, you know. For what, for, you know, a few times per year. Is, is that like going to happen again this year? Is Wildwood going to happen? Yeah, I don't know. That's why it was going to happen. I mean, are you going to come to Wildwood? Well, as always, it depends on my. Uh, I don't right, know. Right. I'm so, try so, for, so, for, for always. So, Wildwood will happen for the people that want to go to Wildwood. Although, actually, I did hear that uh, the hurricane like really fucked up the beaches. Yeah. Um, huh. But. Have you gone down there at all? Like, uh, since. I, I have not, but there was a picture floating on Facebook. I don't know if, if you're even on Facebook or saw it, but the Wawa, I don't know if you remember, but there's like a pretty famous Wawa there that's like literally underwater. Yeah, I mean, I saw some of the pictures of like those you know, roller coasters that were just like decimated, but oh my God, huh, I didn't even think about it. Uh, yeah, I, so I'm pretty sure Wild will happen, although I guess it's not 100% lock if like the beach has been damaged too much. Hmm. Um, what about... What about alumni game? Have you heard any like buzz about that? Like when is that? I don't. This is like I'm not in touch with anyone from Current Tron anymore. Like I'm I'm feeling old now. I guess this is my fifth or sixth year since graduation. I'm not sure, but I don't know. I, I assume it'll happen. I assume it'll be like April or, or May when it always is. I mean, I'm definitely going to go if I have, if I have the weekend free. All right. You were there last year, right? You come to alumni games usually. Yeah, I think I've been. I might have missed one alumni game, but I, I, I make it a priority just to get its proximity to where I live right now. I, I, uh, I do make a big effort to get to the alumni game. Yeah, Especially I mean, since my, since my boyfriend Zach lives in the area too, so yeah, it's, it's also a, less of a commitment than, than Wildwood, like time-wise and travel-wise and everything else. I mean, Wildwood from where from Maine is actually like super. Like, how long drive is that? Like twelve hours. Um, ten hours. Like, it's, that's really far, isn't it? I give it like ten. But if I go, I would I would fly, and probably you would pick me up. Like, I would pick you up. Well, somebody would pick. I'd probably, I well, I'd, I'd rather find a Philly or Atlantic City, probably. All right, all right, all right. Find find a Philly. I'll pick you up. Book some tickets now. It's the last weekend in July. Same weekend every year. Okay. All right. I will do my best. Anything else? Anything else? So, what uh, what else do you want to know? I don't know. Uh, I guess nothing. I don't know. We can we can keep going. I mean, I just wanted to get the podcast out tonight. Okay, let's get it out. Let's get it out. I'm curious to hear my voice. I I actually might not though because I want to watch Top Chef, which starts in ten minutes. You serious? Yeah, man. You don't watch Top Chef's the best show. You don't watch that? Uh, Like I said earlier, I I have like minimal time. I'm gonna probably watch the end of the Celtics game and then go to bed. I actually a little bit news about myself. I'm going down to uh, Worcester, Massachusetts tomorrow to get bilateral sports hernia surgery. Oh wow. I don't have no idea what that even means, really. Well, bilateral, you know, the, the, the prefix bi... Is two. Two. I'm down with that. So, 
I'm, I'm having sports hernia surgery on both sides of my groin. So, like, what? I, I never, like, honestly really understood what sports hernias were. Like, what? It's a, it's a misnomer. It's not a hernia. Like, a hernia is when, like, uh, there's a, a hole, like a body surface or, like, a body, uh, uh, yeah, a body surface. So, say, like, the abdomen, and, like, it's a hole that another body part is, like, sticking through. So, like, the usual hernia is, like, when there's a hole in your abdomen and, like, your, um, your intestine is, like, sticking, like, poking through it, which is, like, with a hernia, you, like, feel that bump. That's, like, the lump of your intestine poking through your abdominal wall. Okay. But hernia is, like, it's actually, like, a muscle tear in your abdomen. So it's just, like, your abdomen has, like, multiple layers of muscle, and it's just a, a tear in, like, one of the layers of muscle. So I have, I happen to have tears in both, on both sides of my groin um, from unclear events. But uh, they're there, and uh, get them fixed tomorrow. So, I, so I mean, that's crazy. Getting fixed. Like, does it prohibit you from from running and playing sports right now, or are you just in pain, or like, does it stop you from doing stuff? The only thing that it prohibits me from doing is distance running, like 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 the motion of like striding, like pulling on the on the like the abdominal muscle like hurts. But it, like this summer, I played summer league, and I just took ibuprofen before I played and stretched a bunch. And sprinting would isn't as painful because you're not striding as much. It's more like shorter. Shorter strides, like shorter, quicker strides. Uh huh. Like later that night, I would be in a lot of pain, but it was worth it to just you know be active. Um, but distance running, I can't. I haven't been able to distance run for like a year and a half, and I was like pretty serious into it before this all started. Um, Got it. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully tomorrow they'll fix me. What what what's the what's the summer league up in Maine like? Is it a good league? It's epic. It's amazing. Like I couldn't. I can't get over it. Like um, I played summer league. I played in Connecticut and Boston, and now in Maine. In Maine, in Portland, there's like there were 500, 500 or six hundred people in this in the summer league, like 30, 30 something teams. Um, it's just awesome. The quality is really good. Like it's five two, but like there's there's rarely like a woman on the field that you like feel like you can't throw it to. Um, it's like a good blend of like people getting competitive, but everybody like knows one another because it's Maine and like it's a pretty small community. Uh, I I love the summer league here. Was this your first year playing? Uh, I've been here for two and a half years, so the first summer I just, I got here too late, so I just kind of practiced with the club team, and then, uh, the past two summers I've, I played summer league. Oh, I didn't realize you actually played it all anymore, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I dust the rust off here and there. So you're making a club comeback? Try out for Ironside with Frogger. <laughs> yeah, right. Alright, just even, like... even in my, even in my days of glory, that wouldn't have flown, I don't uh... think. Well, I, I, I never saw you play back then, so I won't judge, but alright, just save, save it for Wildwood then. I never overlapped in college, which is upsetting. I know, I think you're actually the only person in the, in the, in the league, yeah, who I didn't play with in college. Yeah, the only one, the only one cool enough for my class to actually keep in touch with you fools. Um, I guess that's true. I mean, I see Zach, like Zach comes to Wildwood alumni game, like, but that, that's true. You, you're the only one who's, I guess, involved in Tron stuff really at all. Yeah, I feel like Smokey was in the league for a while. He was in the fancy football league? I think he was, like... Maybe that was in, before my time. I don't remember Smokey being in it. It might have been before your time, you're right. But yeah. he was he was definitely, like, a non-participant in the league. Uh, maybe, maybe that sounds familiar. Maybe, like, my first year, he was one of the people that had teams that didn't do anything and then got kicked out. That's just irritating. I love this league right now. I think it's like a perfect, like everybody like tries. It's, it's terrific. Yeah, we have a really good group of people. I actually think this is like the strongest group of people we've like ever had. Like there's no deadbeat owners. There's like, there's no Reptar. 12 teams is perfect. Like it's, it's been a good season. Reptar. Reptar. There's no downtown. <laughs> and I mean, it, it even shows like how like 10 teams are still like have good shots of playoffs like every team is really even this year because owners like drafted well and care and made good moves well except for you and anton except for me and anton who obviously drafted awful and neither of us care at all and neither of us made good moves and yeah it's kind of it's just because we're eagles fans but you know how it goes yeah are you guys the only two eagles fans no i mean lamb chop too so obviously that curse didn't affect him <laughs> He's just a lucky son of a bitch. Lucky fucker. Uh, lucky fucker. Yeah, the league's actually pretty split in terms of, it's split pretty evenly in terms of, like, team people root for. There's three Eagles fans. I think there's three Jets fans, Lionel, Priest, and Vigo. You, yeah, Vigo was a Giants fan. That, like, blew my mind. He roots for them as a number two team, but it's, he's very clearly a Jets fan. That's retarded. How could you root for the Giants as a, as a Jets fan? 
Yeah, I, I don't know what what Vigo's doing because he also that's him success. Because he's a he's a hardcore Yankees fan, and it's, it's always Yankees go with Giants, right? Yeah, I just assumed like I knew he was a huge Yankee. I just assumed that. That's uh, yeah. That I was like stunned. Um, yeah, he no, he's he's always been a Jets fan. He's got a um, what jersey does he always wear? Wayne, he wears Wayne Corbett jerseys a lot. I think he's got a Revis too. That's a, and he looks most like from the Jets. Wait, Revis? No, Wayne Corbett. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you could, you could pass rather one, we'll say. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah, Revis with a torn ACL. Uh, Revis with a torn ACL and Vigo. I wonder who I would take, uh, to cover someone, actually. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be close. That'd be close. Alright, cool. Let's, uh, so let's wrap it up. Thanks a lot, Yoni, for coming on the pod. Thanks for having me. G- good luck with your surgery tomorrow. I hope it all goes well. Thank you. And I'm counting on seeing you at both the Alumni game and Wildwood. I will, yeah, I, let me make one more comment about Wildwood. I, I kind of made a decision last year to, I kind of assessed my, my summer league team's chances of doing well in the tournament, and I, I assessed them at, at, at a pretty high level. And that was kind of like the tipping point for me, like going to Wildwood. I was like, I think I can like win the summer league tournament with this team. Wait, wait, wait. You, you skip Wildwood's for summer league? I thought it was like someone's birthday or something. Well, usually it's my, my father-in-law's birthday that, that his birthday is like July 31st, but this year, like we celebrated the week after that, so I, I'm embarrassed to say I, I chose the summer league tournament plus like my family. All right, but, uh, throw family out the window. So you actually just chose another ultimate team over in Tarabang. Well, That's yeah, what you did. That I threw my family out the window. Yeah, assume that first. Yeah, and then, and then I chose another team over in Tarabang, which I, I actually am pretty embarrassed. And, I, and well, the point of my story is that the, the decision was totally wrong because my team like flamed out in the first round, and I was. Yeah, cursing not being on the Jersey Shore. So we made the semifinals last year. We could have used you. Oh, God damn! All right. So all right, th- this year, done deal. I'm gonna put the feeler on tonight. I'm gonna tell Elena when it is, and we're gonna. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start putting the uh, putting the heat on. Yes, yeah, start start training. Get how? What's the recovery time from the surgery? Um, not too long. I probably in like like a month. I could probably start running again, and then like do like uh, you know. Cutting and twisting type motions in about two months, maybe. All right, so you'll be plenty of time in time for the summer. Oh yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna fly to Philly. You're gonna pick me up. We're gonna stop at Atlantic City on Thursday night. Oh man, all right, cool. Gamble yeah, all cool. night, stay yeah. over, and then and drive yeah. on Wildwood. So we have to go in together, though. We have to all the money that we win, we split, and all the money that I lose, we have to split the debt too. We'll do two pods. We'll do we'll do one together pod and one just Yoni pod. Uh, no, no. If I it has to be all all together. I'm good at roulette. I, I can win if I get hot. Did you say you're good at roulette? Yeah, I'm good at roulette. Is that the only game you play at a casino? I play blackjack too sometimes, but my my passion is roulette. All right. Well, hang on. Uh, <laughs> that's just terrible. All right. <laughs> Dude, you go into roulette, you just put like 200 bucks on a spin, you hit it, you double up your money, you feel great about yourself. There's nothing better than that. It just takes no skill. Like, blackjack actually does like a, a methodology to it. I, it's, it's skill's not what appeals to me. It's like the pure thrill of gambling. Like, the, they spin the ball and you hold your breath for like 30 seconds. It's so much fun. It's pretty thrilling. I, I agree. It, it is. That's what gambling is. Like, it's just, it should be luck. Yeah. All right. Um,. I don't know your taste in music. What what type of song should you want to play with this? Is this is this all um, female like rock songs? Yeah, pretty much so far. Give, give me some no doubt. Oh, okay, that's good. I like I like no doubt actually. Yeah. All right, cool. This was Narf here with Yoni, and that was it. Thanks, man. Peace, guys. Good night.